This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 186. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm Ray Wood, and I partner with real estate agents where we roll out point of difference marketing to attract, nurture, and convert leads and show you how to become the local influencer in your real estate market. And speaking of growing your business, there's a long list of ideas agents can use to generate leads and win listings. Now, there's a lot of advice flying around, and it can get very confusing, so I've done the heavy lifting for you and sorted the list to feature the top seven actions real estate's best agents are using right now. But just a warning, I'm all about using the best methods to attract leads, and that means the best use of your time. So you won't find any door knocking or cold calling in my seven essential prospecting actions. I not only list the top seven actions, but I also take you step by step through each one so you get a plan and a blueprint to follow. To get started today, go to bestagentsinc, that's inc.com forward slash blueprint. I'll also put that link in the show notes for this episode at topagentsplaybook.com. Well, my guest today started her professional life as an architect and quickly realized she was leaving a lot on the table, so she combined her passions and became a real estate agent. Today, she leads and inspires a brokerage based in Miami, Florida, with more than a thousand agents. Inez Hegedus Garcia is a Miami realtor and director of strategy and innovation at Avanti Way Realty. She's at the forefront of the prop tech industry, a former president of the Miami Association of Realtors and a director of the NAR or National Association of Realtors in the US. I'm delighted to introduce you to Inez. I think you'll pick up on her awesome energy and her unwavering passion to help a fellow agents navigate the many changes happening right now while jumping on the best opportunities. So we've got all that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Ines, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Ray. It looks like a lovely day there in downtown Miami. Is that where you are? Well, I wish I was in downtown Miami. I'm in Sunny Isles right now, okay. but it's just as beautiful. It's nice. Miami is Miami. Nice. Uh, lovely. Well, uh, you and I met a few years ago. I think um, the uh, whole COVID thing's kind of messed me around time-wise, but I think it was a couple of years ago in San Francisco at the NAR event, uh, and you were running around there doing your thing, so it was great to meet you. And it's taken me a while to catch up and and tie you down to do this interview. So thank you so much. Tell us a little bit about your business and your agency. I want to get into a few other topics, but tell us a little bit, a little bit about your journey to to how you how you got to where you are now. Well, where do you want me to start? You want me to start where, with wherever was, you want. A baby. I trans. <laughs> with, okay, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Let's talk about your professional career. <laughs> okay, so um, I graduate. I have a bachelor's in architecture. Yes. 
and it didn't give me the flexibility I needed um, in my career. So we had, a, uh, and this was really funny, we had a relative that bought a commercial property in Miami and asked me to manage it for him. Okay. And I was like, why management? No, that's not my thing. But I did it. Uh, my husband is an accountant, so he did all the financial aspect. I did everything else. And we lost an opportunity to make commissions. Okay. I realized how flexible that business was, and I got my real estate license. That was 16 years ago. So 16 years ago, I started doing real estate like any other person, and it felt really unnatural, like my picture, my card. It was just like marketing was not what I wanted it to be. Right. So that was the birth of Miamiism.com, which is my blog. It's my baby. Okay. Um, so it was more about marketing real estate, um, marketing Miami, not me. Yep. You know, the lifestyle ism is a philosophy, a way of life. Yes. So I'm not a writer. The blog just came to life. Um, it started getting some national recognition. I started getting invited to speak in different places like NAR conventions, for example. Yep. yep. And my career, I, I found a niche in architectural and historic properties, which is what now I teach my agents grab a niche, you know, um, yep. you need to have a specialty, find that passion. Um, fast forward a few years and because of the blog and the early adoption of social media, I started getting invited into beta testing different technologies like okay. Zillow, okay. for example. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. so going back to that, um, I found a, a part of my brain that opened up that I had a passion for tech. Right. Which I never in my life would have ever imagined. And and tech at a level of not being a geek and, and doing code, because that's that's definitely not my thing. No. But seeing how that technology works in our daily lives. Yep. You know, testing different platforms, testing apps, making sure that we can use them in our day-to-day -day applications. Yep. So that, that just became a challenge and so much fun. So I started using all these types of different technologies to a point, you'll appreciate this. When COVID hits and people are like, we need to go virtual. Yeah. I'm like, I've been doing this for You're 10 ready. years. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's, it was, it was my cup of tea. So it mm. was, um, yeah, an unfortunate time in all of our lives. Our lives definitely changed. But to me, I didn't have to pivot because yeah. I was already doing things. So yeah. It became fun to teach other people to do what I have been doing for so many years. Yeah. And and so that that technology has become my best friend. Um, to the point now, I've been on the Fed Tech Committee at the national level for I think this is going to be my third year. Yeah. Um, I am on the board of directors for Second Century Ventures, which is the venture capital arm at, at the National Association of Realtors as well. Okay. Um, and then I partnered with two brilliant guys in Miami, and this is the company I'm in now, Avanti Way Realty. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've seen technology at a national level. Yes. And so I was president of residential board of realtors for Miami Realtors. Yes. And one of my board members is one of my partners now. Okay. And so I met with him. He's like, oh, I have to show you the technology. He's a systems engineer. And when I saw the technology, my jaw just dropped. Right. I was like, holy cow, predictive analytics, 
micro data, just crazy stuff that no big companies do it at a national level. So obviously I was like, where do I sign? Where do I go? What do you want me to do? Yep. So um, in June, it's going to be two years since I joined Avanti Way. Okay. And, okay. and I partnered with these two brilliant men. Um, and now I'm obviously still involved at a local, state, and national level. Um, I think my passion is is teaching, exposing people to do things differently, finding your passion, and obviously tech. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's. I don't know how you find time to do all of those things. You are one busy lady. Um, tell us a bit about Avanti. How what uh, how are you guys marketing? I guess you've got your your um, existing clients and you have momentum from listings and sales, but can you give us a bit of an outline as to as to as to what you do and how you do it? Well, um, we at Avanti, we have about a thousand agents. Okay. Um, in addition to being director of strategy and innovation for the company, I also run the Sunny Isles office, which is where where I am right now. Yes. Um, and I have a little under 200 agents under me directly. Okay. Now, um, we have proprietary platform that has evolved. I, I can't say it's a brand new platform because it hasn't. No technology that's brand new is going to do well. Right. Um, so it started being developed about 10 years ago. Okay. And in those 10 years, um, it has come to, you know, the problem that agents have nowadays is that there's so much out there. Um, and you don't know what technology to use. And mm -hmm. if you're not a techie, where do you start? Yep. And so this is all in one place, you know, from transaction yep. management to market reports at that micro level that I was telling you about. Yes. To, the, to doing your business plan and really understanding where you should market and where not. A complete marketing suite for agents. It's, it's okay. super complete. Okay. So you're talking about this is a software program that you're talking about. Yeah, and only it's only for Avanti Way agents. Okay. And it's proprietary to Avanti Way. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys have developed that, or you and your partners, etc. So when you when you bring a new uh, a new agent onto your team, do you have like an onboarding process to help them get productive, nice and nice and fast? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And we've actually cut the learning curve in half. Okay. For the company. Uh -huh. So they go through a series of trainings that that are, are very straightforward. It doesn't matter if you're a new agent or an experienced agent, and we have different trainings for each. Yep. Um, all our trainings are on the cloud, so it's easy for them to access at yes. all levels from very beginners to complex trainings. Um, and and they just and what makes us a little bit different than any than the traditional real estate brokerage is that we have a separate support system. So we okay. have a support department. Right. So agents can call support for any question from trivial yep. as I don't know how to turn or install Chrome on my laptop yep. to I have a question on this particular deal I'm working with. Okay. So, you mentioned you, you mentioned Zillow before uh, and Zillow have, uh, you know, they, they uh, a lot of agents that I speak to are concerned that they're, taking over our industry and, and selling mm -hmm. leads. Um, what, what's your opinion about that? And and is there a way that your people can control their own leads and, and not have to rely on a third party to win listings and make sales? Well, listen, uh, the way that I look at it is I, I always taught my kids, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm -hmm. 
So when you have a smart <laughs> company like Zillow, it challenges it challenges us in yes. the industry to do things differently, yep. shake things a bit. Yep. So no, Zillow's not the devil. It, mm -hmm. It's it's not how it works. Okay. It's find a way that works for you. So what we do is predictive analytics, and there's been a couple of companies and technologies that that play around with. You know, how can you predict when a seller is going to sell yes. or, or, or who to work with? So we have these crazy things that if I tell you, I have to kill you because they're like secret. <laughs> Are you <laughs> so talking about an, an algorithm that 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 um, can predict with some accuracy as to when somebody might be selling? Listen, it's better than an algorithm. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I, I remember using a company like SmartZip a mm -hmm. few years ago. I was paying a fortune. Yep. You know, our fortune, I think I was paying like 1500 bucks a month yep. uh, for them to predict who was going to sell. Yep. And so so it's pretty basic. It's it's what would cost a person to sell today. Um, and here here are the three keys. A divorce. Yes. Possibly. No, yep. that could be a trigger. A death in the family. Another yes. trigger. You're having a baby. Guess what? CVS sells these lists. Yep. So all of these are put together, clean with the do not call list. Um, so they're scrubbed, ready for our agents per area. It's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's exciting. Boy, my, my brain was racing then with about a dozen questions and now I can't remember one. <laughs> um, what, what I did want to um, let's rewind back to 16 years ago because in the history of time, I and I, I was having this discussion as well with somebody recently, I think, and especially in our industry, the last 20 years, there's never been this much change in the world in the last, like in the last even 20 years. It's crazy. So, well, I guess the internet sort of started properly, say, okay, around 2000 or something like that. So, so the internet as we know it, um, and things have just gone gone from strength to strength or so, so many changes and for you and I who are in the industry we've seen so many changes and we've seen so many people fall by the wayside who haven't adapted or adopted uh, and then we've seen the success, success of those who have so what are some of the big standout things for you in your 16 years in your career that 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 you think other people should be really sitting up and take notice taking notice of Listen, I think the biggest one we saw in 2020 was not to be afraid to work with people through a screen, you know, a computer okay. screen, through Zoom, yep. through whatever it was, Skype at the time. Um, so I, I can tell you that from Miamiism, um, over 80% of my business came from my blog and it was people I didn't know. Okay. You know, and I never, and how many absentee owners that never, I never even met in person and I sold three or four properties to them. Yep you know, in the life of, of the career that I knew them and I still do. Yep. Um, so the, the question here is, we need to adapt to the way that we communicate, number yes. one. Yes. I think that's key. Um, not to be afraid to to be different. Mm -hmm. Not I, Listen, I'm, I'm a true believer in traditional marketing and it works, but it's costly, yeah. right? So I know that I had to adapt to do the right mix of traditional marketing with new media marketing. Yes. And and that's that's definitely not an easy thing, but there's just so many tools out there. Yeah. Um, I would say putting all your eggs in one basket for marketing is always a mistake. Yeah. You know, one one thing that I'm gonna tell like Facebook, all, all my leads come from Facebook. Yep. What if your account gets shut down tomorrow because of terms of service? Yes. 
th there goes your business. Yep. So my, my thing is adapt, be creative and try to find new ways to get business. Don't get complacent. Okay. I think it's a, a massive one. Um, and I just, I'm so passionate about, you know, the evolution of communication and technology. It's yeah. so amazing, you know? Yeah. The fact that we're having a conversation here after a couple of years, and I feel like I just sat down with to, to drink some coffee with yeah, you last it's, week. It's awesome, isn't it? Well, the whole COVID thing has has probably advanced our industry five yeah. or maybe 10 years into the future. I don't know. I mean, uh, you, we have to do these things now. We were, we were forced to, but, you know, we should have been doing them already. We should have been offering them already uh, as a way to communicate because time is money. If I have to get in my car, I, I always think it's an hour. But by the time I get in my car and go somewhere, it's at least an hour. Often it's more. So it, it, it all adds up anyway. So Miamiism is, is your blog. It's miamiism.com. Correct. Uh, M I A M I Miami I um M I A M I S M dot com. So uh, I'm going to put that link in the show notes, but uh, because I want people to check it out. Um, Ines, tell us a little bit about your blog content. What sort of what did you start off writing? Can I think I know what you're going to say, but but just for our our, our audience. Okay, so when I started, obviously, I was clueless. Um, I was scared because I didn't like to write. So I was afraid that I, you know, you, you go through school and they teach you a particular way of writing. Yes. And it wasn't my favorite subject no. ever. Um, and then I realized that blogging is conversational, is the way that I sound. Of course. It's not formal writing. Yeah. Um, English is my second language, so then I would make a lot of mistakes. I would yes. catch them like three or four weeks later, and I would have a heart attack thinking, oh, my God, a grammatical error of that nature. Yeah. But I started writing. Um, I set a schedule early on because it was difficult to find um, topics on what to write. Yep. And, but one of my favorite ones was answering client questions. Okay. I figured if I had a client that had a question, I know that many other clients will have the same question. Of course. Yeah. So that led into having a really um, immense library of content when someone would say, Ines, I'm moving to Miami from England. How does the buying process work in the US? Yes. Let me send you a link. Yeah. <laughs> it was that easy. Yeah. I had already answered that question for somebody else, and I had the answer in a blog post. Yeah. Um, so that Plus was. Plus, you'd have you'd have the you'd have the um, uh, keyword searches going on there as well that Google would be oh. picking up. Yeah. For, listen, I I think um, blogging definitely is not for everybody. It's a lost art form. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I yeah. I'll be honest. But the reality is that in, in the 15 years, I guess, I've been blogging, I've been consistent, you know. At first, I wrote one every day, a blog post a day. Um, now I do like three to four a week. Okay. Um, market reports, people love. So I would check the analytics and the, the analytics behind the blog to see which articles were being read the most. Yes. And then I would base, you know, my content on what was being read the most, not just what I like to write. Yep. Um, architectural stuff, always, that's my passion. And new yep. building that's architecturally significant was always a plus. Um, I, the market reports, I don't enjoy, but they ha get a lot of hits because yep. who doesn't want to know how their area is performing when it comes to buying or selling? Yep. So, so those were always popular. Okay. And then... And then just very conversational, short. Um, I'm very visual because I'm an architect. Yes. 
also I would do like my Instagram also is is all about visuals about Miami and why I live here. Yep. So it's it's fun. Um, it's a matter of yeah, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, it's it's become my baby. My my youngest child is 16 years old, so he's yep. about a year older than my blog. Okay. So I say that my blog is my my youngest child. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's and it's become your brand, or I guess it started off as your brand. And when you write, and you and you alluded to this before, you write as you speak because I I often think when you're reading somebody's somebody's blog, and you can almost you, you know if it's good because you can almost hear their voice as you're reading it. You know what I mean? You can hear the inflection in in their voice, and you can hear the sound of their voice, and and it's kind of your personality coming coming out through your through your brand and your writing. I guess I really like but you that. Yeah, but you can't hear my accent, and I couldn't be able to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, so if somebody goes to miamiism.com, is there a capture? Oh, capture is the wrong word, but can they opt in to receive more news from you? Is that and so you can build a database that way. Is that something that you yeah. look at doing? Yep. So so I have a, a newsletter. The newsletter is not um, what it does is that it just grabs the weekly content and you okay. get it on Friday mornings. Yep. Okay. So that's a sub- subscription to the blog. It's, okay. uh, it's a newsletter with just weekly content. That's okay. And what kind of content is in there? Is it is it local stuff that's going on, like non-real estate stuff that's going on in your area? What what kind of content do you use? I can tell you that every Monday I have a market report on a different area of Miami. So okay. it's and I do four areas on a monthly basis, the same okay. areas. Yep. Um, I would tell you that I try to do an architectural post once or twice a month. Okay. Um, I'll do events and things that are happening around this time of year. I usually do like summer camps in Miami, although COVID kind of changed everything around um, to just educate people around what's going on. Okay. Um, once in a while, I'll have a guest blogger in there if if I like their content and it fits my audience. Okay. But I, I pretty much know that I have a very particular audience that is looking for for Miami information. So okay, okay, it's, it's that way. And so you're so when you reach out to connect with your people, um, you're giving them the sort of content that's engaging them and keeping them keeping them interested and informing them, I guess. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, let's move towards wrapping up with my. I, I normally ask my guests this question, and um, uh, I haven't warned you, but I'll, I'll be interested. <laughs> We're working without a net, um, but. But no, it's it's a it's a it's a pretty innocent question. If so, if if somebody's listening to this and they're either new in real estate or they're just getting started, and you you said before, and I agree, there is so much going on. There's so many, there's so many um, marketers and real estate groups and companies and tech startups reaching out saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. Um, what would your advice be? Because you've got you've like you said, you've got a thousand agents in your group. Um, you got a lot of people coming on board. You must know where the low hanging fruit is. What What's your advice to somebody who's just getting started and and you know wants to hit the ground running ASAP? Listen, I think the first thing I tell new agents is don't try to be like someone else. You know, yeah, it's okay to look around and see what other agents are doing to market themselves, but the reality is that we're all so very different. Yep. And and even if you were selling Miami in the same area that I am you would have a different take on what you see and how you do things. Of course. So I would say, don't try it. Find, I profile agents. 
Yep. You know, it's like I, the first thing I ask is, you know, what's your forte? What's your past life? Very rarely do we come in real estate um, as realtors. Oh, we're a family of realtors and I just got my license. I've never done anything else. No, we yep. usually have a past life. Like I'm an architect. Yep. So what are your passions? What are the things that you don't like to do? So stay away from trying to copy other people and, and try to focus on what makes you you yeah. and what makes you unique. And I know it's abstract as hell. And I know yeah. it's not easy to go there. But the reality is like, I, I look at my husband, if I was profiling my husband today, he loves the ocean, anything to do with, with boating, I would focus on finding making community around the boat, the ocean, and finding like-minded individuals yep. that are going to gravitate to you because you're alike. So that's that's my take on that. I like that. I really like that because we spend so, I see so many agents spending so much time trying to reach out and connect with people that they're just, they're just not a match. So if you're your own personality, you're going to attract the people that, that get you, I guess, right from Absolutely. the start of is your point. So awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Hey, listen, thank you so much, Ines, for your time today. It's been fabulous to catch up again. I don't know how long we're going to be. We've just gone into another lockdown here in Toronto. So I don't oh, know. No. How, I don't know how long this crazy thing's going to go on for, but uh, hopefully when, when it's done and we're back on the circuit, um, we'll catch up for a coffee at, uh, at, a, at an event sooner or later, I guess. That'd be great. Bye. Listen, thank you so much for inviting me. This is such a treat for me. It's an honor to be here with you today. And thank you. Thank you. You're absolutely amazing. And I love your accent, by the way. (laughs) Thank you, Ines. And and congratulations on your success. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.